Hello ladies and gentlemen this is Nishant Garg and welcome to another episode of the Nishant Garg show This show is about extracting information on mindfulness personal development spirituality and basically everything which improves the quality of life And today's guest is Joe Johnson He is the sales marketing and leadership trainer in the power sports industry. He has 25 years of evaluated experience. He is the husband, father of two daughters and motorcycle enthusiast. His mantra is people are my passion and he is the author of Power Sports Marketing Formula and he is the happiest ever guy. He used to be very introverted while growing up and was very shy. But he wanted to do big things in life and turned his passion for motorcycles into his work which he absolutely loves every day. So let's begin this episode. Joe. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you for accepting my offer to be on the show. Oh, my pleasure, sir. My pleasure. All right, Joe. So I wanted this show to be different right now. So I did not prepare any question. I just wanted to be random. I just wanted to be in the present moment. And I just wanted to ask you everything what I have always wanted to ask any successful person. I have always think they are. Well, thank you for <laughs> So <laughs> So I met you in 2018 at Brennan Bashar's event in Phoenix and I remember we were in the restaurant and we were having lunch and I saw you you were very happy you were charismatic so I want to ask you have you always been like that or have you practiced being happy over the period of time I know nobody can be happy all the time but I see that in you so well- can you Yeah, well thank you. Thank you first. That's that's a quite a compliment, but to be quite blunt, no. No, I you, you uh you know, I was uh, I'm uh, I'm an introvert. Um I had so many problems growing up in school because I was so shy. I didn't even want to go to school. It was a problem for me, but as I got into it, it's just like any introvert, I became a salesperson. Imagine that. and as i got into my profession and learned what i was doing i started to read books and started to figure out strategies tony robinson obviously everyone knows tony i was reading tony robinson in the 90s when it wasn't cool wow and his first books came out and um tony robbins and you know a number of other authors and that i studied uh help me create to be in the present and to create my own destiny and and get control of my emotions i guess is what i'm trying to say to control my emotions and learn that no matter what happens you you being in the moment and controlling your emotions is so important to getting your life back and creating happiness really i i don't know if that's too short for you but that's basically it mm-hmm. so which which book from tony robbins did you read in 90s awaken the giant uh, I, i can't even remember the name of it i think it's awaken awaken the- awaken the giant within yeah yes yeah that thing is tattered torn and earmarked so bad it's one of the most read books that i've ever had so getting getting back to your story where you were while while growing up you were very introvert So what difficulties did you face being an introvert in your early days? Oh, just did not want to be around people. I uh, extremely shy, never spoke up. Um very socially inept would be a a kind way of putting it. Uh especially as a teenager with girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a, I was just yes I mean that's all there was to it you know and um I missed a lot of school because of it and that created more problems for me 
And, um, you know, I had some, I had some bad people in my life. Uh, it, it, they were teachers, unfortunately. Now my wife's a teacher for full transparency mm-hmm. so nothing against teachers, but you know, uh, back then it, you know, you, you could pretty much say anything you wanted to a kid and, um, it hurt my self-image a lot. And I, because of that, I, I got a lot of baggage, you know, I got called stupid and dumb and it's, I wasn't dumb. I wasn't stupid. I mean, I, I actually am pretty bright guy, pretty smart guy, but I believed what everyone was saying. And so I started that conversation in my head and it took me many, many years to, to stop that, that talk, that self-talk in my head and get rid of that. And I will say that probably the thing that helped me most, and it's funny cause I always thought affirmations were just a load of crap and I (laughs) laughed at all that stuff, but that, that, that really changed my life. So, so do you have any favorite affirmation right now or any favorite affirmation back then when you were growing up? Oh, I couldn't even tell you I've been doing affirmations so long. I, I, I couldn't even tell you what it was back then. I mean, in the change, you know, I write up, uh, I can't remember who did it. I think, I, I can't remember. Somebody read it. I, I write up the perfect day. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that exercise, but it, yeah, you have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I write the perfect day up. I've recorded that. I shared a lot of, I shared that with a lot of people at the Brendan Burchard uh, event that we were at. And I listen, I record that though. And that's part of my, when I walk in the morning and, and exercise, I listen to that. And then the la- latest affirmations that I have, I, I have recorded also after that. So I listen to that. Sometimes I listen to it uh, two or three times during the day and just get that into you. You know, the, uh, my, one of my favorites that I always have in there is the effect of, to affect the quality of the day. That is the highest of arts. That's interesting. Yep. Just and and I make it a practice and I'm trying to teach my kids that they just to say hi to someone or a sincere compliment um, to someone, a stranger or, or not mm-hmm. is, is can sometimes not only just make their day, it could, it could possibly save a life. Yeah, exactly. So when you, write and listen to your affirmations mm. what energy what kind of energy do you receive from that what, oh well the the self-confidence the uh the direction um the uh the self-motivation um the assurance peace you know i also pray and meditate uh in the in part of my morning routine um you know, that all that and making it a habit is what makes you, I believe, and what I've been taught is, is what makes you successful. Yes, exactly. So as part of your morning routine, you said you meditate, you pray. So you pray to God? or Yes, I am a Christian. I believe, I believe in Jesus, and that, that's, that's my belief, and that's what mm-hmm. gives me peace. And that's another thing that helped me. In uh, my teenagers, I accepted uh, Jesus Christ into my life, uh, you know, 16, 17 years old, and um, I'm still not a good Christian, but I'm... (laughs) (laughs) So what is, what is, how do you define a good Christian? Well, I just, I, you know what, we're all sinners as, as the, as the Bible teaches us, and um, I'm fighting that every day. You know, try not to be in the flesh, trying try to not to be in the world. The biggest thing is not to, you know, and I, again, trying to teach this to my kids, especially in this, this day of uh, social media, and that is to not judge, is just to love everyone the way they are, no matter what. Um, they can believe different than you. They can have a different God than you. They can believe not in God. And it doesn't uh-huh. matter because um, it's not, you know, that's, that's not that's something for a higher, a higher level, a higher, higher 
entity, if you will, right. for them to judge, not for us as, as people. At least that's my beliefs. That's the way I've, that's the way I believe as a Christian. And um, I'm going to try and pass it on to the next generation. That's, that's interesting. So I, I remember when we were in Phoenix, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that you mentioned that you have a faith coach. I have a faith coach. I have had a, uh, I have a body, you know, physical to train my body. I have a, um, I've had different coaches over the years. It just, you know, if, if you want to get good at something, you need to uh-huh. have a coach. It doesn't matter what you do. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why, that's why we're yep. at Brendan's. That's why we're right. Yep. You got to have a coach for the different parts of your life. Um, I've had marriage coaches, um, you know, all, all sorts of, of training coaches, mentors uh, to lead you through those. And you know what? Most of the time they don't, they, they not only teach you what to do, but I think sometimes more importantly, they teach well, you not what to. not to mm-hmm. do. Right. Yeah. You so know? do you, what's your current coach these days? Well, right now I am looking for a, well, I do have it because, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to have a coach in person, right? So my, my lifelong coach and one of my favorite coaches. I love John Maxwell. (laughs) Oh, John Maxwell. I have, I have gone to see him speak. Um, You know, I've read, I have not read all of his books. He's written a lot of books, but I've, I, you know, the big ones, I've the 20, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership and on and on and on. I have read a lot of John Maxwell. I consider him a mentor. I, I, leadership is a passion of mine. I believe that everything, and I mean, and then, I think this is a John Maxwell quote, everything yes, rises is from John falls Maxwell. on leadership. Yes, that's what I thought. See, I've read so yeah. much that it's just so- part of it. <laughs> I was very introvert while growing up and I had a lot of issues regarding self-image, talking to girls. You know, I couldn't do this is doing this kind of interview stuff for me and I prepare myself. You know, anybody can <laughs> anybody can get better at any skill. It takes time, it takes practice. So what advice would you give to a college student who is so introvert? Somebody who is eighteen or nineteen years old, what advice would you give to them? Well, you 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 don't just step out and and you're you, and change into a rock star. It is a process, okay? And you have to learn to fail forward. And that is one of John Maxwell's books. In fact, I I, I would strongly recommend How to Win Friends. Amazing book. People for one, the first first book wow. made me six figures. That 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 in the Bible gave me six figures that is the reason for that and once i learned that the the most important word in the english language is a person's name and to give a sincere compliment is and a sincere compliment to someone those two things right there were the beginning and i would tell to that 18 or 19 year old to get that book you don't even have to read the whole thing read that chapter on the six parts and a smile, a person's name, and a sincere compliment. And then I'll, you have to read that rest of the, that part That's of the book. Amazing. That That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And then, and then practice it. Make it into an action. It's not just, you can't just, you know, I, I meet people all the time and stuff that uh, different, you know, people outside my, my industry that I work into. And it always amazes me because they're like, I go, so what's your goals? You know, what do you got? And they go, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I go, okay, where do you have those written down? Oh, I don't have them written down. <laughs> I got them right up here in my head. And depending, you know, depending on how well we get to know each other and stuff, I might just let them know. And if they're my friends, and I have done this before uh, quite often, is I'll let them know if it's not written down, it's a dream. It's a wish. If you don't write it down and look mm-hmm. at it every day, it's it's, it's, it's not it, it is a wish. 
So right. what what goals are you working on in 2020 if you don't mind asking me? Oh, not at all. You know, I have my financial goals of course, and then I have spiritual and family. And that's how I that's how I break down the my goals. And then of course in each goals I engineer them backwards. So I break them down, you know, if like the financial ones, it, it depends on what the goal is, how much I want to uh, mm-hmm. do in commission. I'm a commission salesman. So it's quite important for me to have those goals. And um, I break them down by the month. And then I will break those down on what I have to do to accomplish that per month. And then I have action things that I do each week. And I do have an accountability partner that we talk every Monday. Is that, is that uh, partner you. from your work? Um, he used to be, he moved on. He, he's, uh, he's kind of, um, uh, high up. He was quite a bit high up above me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Jim Barker and, um, he is in the telecommunications now and he's a marketing guy. Uh, he's kind of a big deal. And um, I'm very proud to have him as my accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm his accountability yeah, it's partner. Yes, give and take. Both ways. So, yes, yes. But uh, he, I, I have those goals then each week. Um, I send them to him on Sunday night. He sends me mine. And then on Monday, we discuss the, the previous week. And, you know, he lets me know, oh, hey, you didn't get all that content built, like you said. And you didn't write those scripts for your, for your demo Mm-hmm. So, so what you're saying is, you, know, you you have yearly goals, and then you divide yearly goals into monthly goals, and then breaking monthly goals into weekly goals, and then you have an accountability partner. Do you think you wouldn't be correct. you would be able to achieve your goals if you didn't have accountability partner? Uh, you know, you, you might. I guess you might, but I've been there, and. Um, you know, a year goes by and you go, wow, I didn't get that done. Why didn't I get that done? Because you didn't, you weren't held accountable. You know, there wasn't someone there, they're banging on you. You know, um, it's just, it's, it's just great to have a partner to get things done. To, to exactly. And that partner can be from the work or it can be from, it can even be your girlfriend or your wife. It can be anybody that who can, see you as you and who don't judge you and who give you honest feedback. Exactly. So I want to touch on this spiritual goal because goals are, we make goals that are tangible, but spiritual goals are not tangible. I believe in spirituality. I am a very spiritual person, but how would you measure your spiritual goals? How would I measure them? Oh, I guess I guess that's just something that um, weekly I just make it a, a point to say I love you to my family every day, each one of them. Um, and you have two daughters. And, and have a – I have two daughters, two teenage daughters in my <laughs> life, so I'm surrounded by women, yes. And uh, – and I love it. It's it's just awesome. You know, I, I was in, I, I, I like to say I was, I, I was trained for this because, you know, I had a sister and mom with my dad and I. And then I went to, when I went to college, I went to nursing college first. I didn't graduate, but I went to nursing college where there was only like, I think there were three or four males in the whole <laughs> nursing college. <laughs> So I had good experience, um, again, still very shy. So it was very painful, but it trained me, um, to be, you know, more cognizant of what you say and, and to, to be careful, I guess it was one thing I learned, but getting mm-hmm. to the spirituality goals and stuff, the things that, I, that, that I work on spiritually is to read my Bible every day, um, to execute a lesson from the Bible every day and then to practice that with loving on my family and just trying to walk the, you know, Mm -hmm. walk the walk and talk the talk. And then, you know, like you said, it it just creates a, 
such a peace inside me that makes me so happy that I just, you know, I just love to just, just love on everyone else. I, I truly love That's people. amazing. I, I, so that is one of my passions. I was, I was checking your Facebook feeds yesterday and uh, I was going through a lot of your posts from last one month. And I saw that in each post you have, people are awesome. People are awesome. <laughs> I want to know more on that. People are awesome. People, people are passionate. <laughs> How do you practice that? Does it come naturally to you or is it a daily practice for you? Well, it's it's it, 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 it's natural now, but at, as we started at the beginning of this conversation, mm-hmm. it was it was not natural for me because the the circumstances that I went through. So I made it a point to to smile. You know, it's physically impossible if you can make yourself smile. I mean, okay, if you got a mm-hmm. broken leg, it's not going to work. All right, but. But if you're feeling down or whatever, and you or you watch too much of the news, or you listen too much of the news, whatever these days, you know you, you're what you're looking at social media, feeling inept, which is what happens to a lot compare of people themselves. These days. They compare themselves. Yes, and that if you just smile, if you just smile, you cannot not feel good. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's it's just one of those things that's it's just a law like gravity and and uh you know the law of reciprocation or however stuff that you can't explain if you just smile so i i I practice that so if i start feeling down or something like that i just you know it might even look i don't know maybe it looks natural now but i'm sure it looked like the joker from batman for a while there i just would Mm -hmm. fake it till you fake it until until you make it you know that fake Yeah, I, I don't like that. I, I don't. I'm, I really don't like that. But you know, there, there's a point where you got to do it. And I, I'm again trying to teach my kids that you know, don't don't get upset because you can't find your history book before school and and get all upset. But that's the EQ, and that's one thing mm-hmm. I work with a lot of young people. I in my job, I train a lot of twenty, twenty, twenty-something year olds in my job, so I work with them every day, and. The EQ, the emotional quotient, yep. Uh, yep. if you're familiar with that, it is is um, something that is not taught. It is anymore. not. That's true. Yes, it's just there's there's just not a lot of accountability to keeping 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 the emotional quotient under. You know, people feel with social media because they're hiding behind, you know, this, it's just anonymity and they can say anything they want and, and then, and they don't know it, but they're being a bully or, or they're being, they're being, you know, not, yeah. not nice. Yep. Sometimes I don't want to say everybody's a bully. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that. teaching, but teaching all these things to, to teenagers can be so difficult. So have you, do you, do you have tough times oh. with your daughters? Oh, of course. Are you kidding me? I am the most, I, I am <laughs> such a flawed person. <laughs> I lose my temper. I get upset uh, just like anyone else. But they're, you know, they know I love them with all my heart and I would give my life for them. They, they know that. So at the end of the day, when, when everything calms and mm-hmm. there's breathing going on again, it 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 all it all works out and uh sometimes it takes a little longer than than normal but yeah i'm definitely a uh semi-pro <laughs> dad trying to trying to go pro so so yeah. when you when you lose your temper everybody everybody has that you know nobody's perfect so when you lose your temper how do you get back do you have specific practices to get back to your inner peace so that you can connect to your family and everybody around you Yeah, personally, I, I, I do breathing. <laughs> I have to breathe. Uh, breathing exercises are a big part of that. So I can get centered again and um, get it under control. And then, of course, as soon as possible, <laughs> apologize. Yeah, so as part of your meditation, do you breathe or do you have any specific meditation in your morning routine? No. Yes, I, I do all sorts of different. I, in fact, I... Uh, 
Uh, I can't remember the author. I just read a great book. I've learned some new breathing exercises. I've kind of advanced. I'm not just doing the, I remember the, one of the first ones was breathe one, two, three, four <laughs> in, hold for yep. seven, and then breathe out for eight. That was like the, the 101. And I'm doing a lot of breath holds with walking. Um, I actually uh-huh. lift weights with um, my mouth shut. And I, when I, yeah, I taped it. I used to tape it. Huh. Tape my mouth shut and breathe through, breathe through the nose only, which is really tough when you broke your nose as many times as I have. But um, it 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 has a an incredible effect on your physiology, though. Not only your mental. There's a lot of physiology stuff, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know that. Uh, we now know that um, I believe I was reading this book that the the nitrous oxide you mm-hmm. have a natural nitrous oxide in your body that you you can stimulate uh, through breathing in through your in out of your nose and I never yeah it does I have been I've been meditating me. for last two and a half years and I see day and night difference when I meditate every day in the morning oh. it's a night and night and day difference so people struggle with meditation there there are a lot of apps to teach meditation and it is becoming a billion dollar industry and still people are not able to meditate and since you are advanced how what what advice would you give to somebody who is not able to meditate how should they start meditation oh the, just uh, i would just say you, you i think um 10 minutes when you first get up and you're still in that 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 still that slight dreaming state where you're just waking up just don't even think about breathing just 10 minutes of silence and and most and no electronics right away try and stay away mm-hmm. from that blue light you know especially in the morning i think it's your mm-hmm. circadian rhythm or something like that they talk about but just just be present and if you don't pray, that's fine. Ten minutes of just silence, and eventually, I guess I'm trying to think of I'm trying to go back. Um, so, mm-hmm. so it's going a while now. So I guess, and then just just eventually after those after you get that and you're practicing those ten minutes of just silence by yourself, just start thinking about your breathing. Don't do anything. Just think about it. And then I would say, get some information on breathing. The flow state is what I'm reading. If, if if anybody wants to read that, that's a really good author. I, I'm um, sorry, the I name is his name right now. Flow. What's the name? Flow state. Yeah. Have yeah. It in my book. Yeah, so I can. Really, I can get I, the details from here, and then I'll put it on the yeah. show notes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah, meditation yeah. is very powerful. So, do you? How often do you do? Every day or? Every day in the morning. Every day. Yes, I do. Um, On Sundays and Saturdays, I'm not as diligent with my morning routine as I know Mm -hmm. I should be. But uh, that's just me. Uh, Monday through Friday, though, I have a uh, a set routine in the morning. And um, that is... Success, success comes from morning routines. And you pray, you meditate, and what else do you do in your morning routine? Exercise. Read. Exercise. I know reading is your passion. You keep sharing your reading books every time on social yeah. media. So what are you reading currently? Yeah. Oh, wow. Currently, I am reading the marketing Retail marketing manual. Retail marketing manual. Probably boring hmm. for most. People. Yes, I love it. Um, a million followers on Facebook hmm. in one month. By by Kane K A N E, um, and I am reading the one page marketing one plan. page marketing plan. These are these are all sales related, marketing related. Yes, these are marketing ones. These are not real into, um, yeah, and I'm reading The, the Heroes 2 Journey. Uh, Heroes 2 Journey. And uh, I think this book is recommended and, by Ray Dalio, if I'm... Yeah, uh, uh, is that right? Okay. No, that's Michael Howe. 
Yeah, Ray Dalio, I am reading Principles, but I read that with uh, Brendan Bouchard's High book, Performance Habits. Yep. High Performance Yeah, that the, the Ray Dalio's Principles book and and uh, Brendan's book, I think, are lifelong books. Those aren't something that you just, you know, you don't, that's not just a perusing books. I think those are got such deep, you know, exactly. such good stuff in them that you can, I mean, I could just read chapter over one and chapter over. over and, over and over. you know what? Um, uh, read from Ray Dalio, Decision Making Principle, and Tony Robbins decision-making principle i apply those principles all the time i mix their decision-making power and in fact i had i had i had an offer for the promotion this year and i rejected that offer i applied pros and cons from you know what what ray dalu talks about what tony robbins talks about so i apply their principles all the time in decision-making you know because tony robbins has different ways of making decisions and Ray Dalio has little different ways of making decisions. So I try to combine that and make my own framework. Yeah. Really? Um, I can, I, yeah, okay, I can, I, I can get, get you the details you. later on. Yeah. So, okay. so somebody who is a starting personal development, what, what book would you recommend to them? Because high performance habits, Ray Dalio's, they're advanced, I think. Somebody who is very new to this personal development. Yeah, I, you know, I guess I'll go back to how to win friends and influence people because you need to, you need to, if, if you're going to be in, in your personal, you've got to, you've eventually you're going to be able to work with people and stuff and there's no better way and no, it's the most beautiful thing in this world. Is that you cannot but help another man. You got to help yourself. yourself. And yeah, and if you can learn to help someone, you're helping yourself. It's just a, it's just another beautiful law that's uh, understanding. I, I guess I don't know. I, I guess look around and see what author you know. Read the books. Look at the books or or audios. See see what person you connect with because that it's it's a mm-hmm. personal thing. Uh, you know having that stuff i don't think there's one book um yeah i i agree with uh brendan and Leo. i think those are a little advanced but maybe the third or fourth book you might want to look look listen or read those books because they're both uh very very valuable and stuff i i just think that the first couple books are something that if you are truly going to take that path on and i hope you do if you're listening mm-hmm. to this that you find that author that you connect with most importantly and then don't just read it take action yes i think what missing is is the awareness even if people want to change their lives they want to transform their lives but they are not sure they don't know where to start from i did not know about this personal development industry until at the age of 29 this is hilarious. I did not know anybody who was talking about personal development in my life. I was making a lot of money in my job. I was doing a lot of work, but I did not know about this personal development, about this motivation, inspiration. I did not read any book. This is so weird sometimes, I think. And at the age of 29, I learned about Jim Rohn, you know, and I started reading about Jim Rohn. And from Jim Rohn, I got to know about Tony Robbins. And then all it is started. Somebody who is not aware about all these things, because people will tell you that of why we need personal development. We don't have anything wrong. We are fine. So how would you deal with those people, John? Well... You know, there's just a, there's a, a level of just, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's, it's just ignorance. And um, do you want more, I guess? What, what is that domino, I guess? I don't know what that would be in most people's lives. I've never really pondered upon that. But usually, I think it's a low point. It's, you know, it's kind of like a lot of things. You got to hit a low a lot of times. Um, 
and you know there might be some roadblock in your life and that and you're looking for something different you got to go out there and grab the knowledge it's so attainable right now more than it's ever been in the history of our world yes and there's there's so much to learn what we don't know we don't know and last year in november i i got to know about this book called awareness from anthony demello and this book is amazing actually tim ferris has recommended this book in 2019 and i got this book and i've already read this book 20 30 times in last two months i keep reading it again and again I'm, and i'm talking to their retreat center to to publish this book in different languages have you heard of this book called awareness oh. from anthony demello i um i i saw that you like you said something about it on social media and i am on tim ferris's uh friday bullet yes. you mentioned that book i my book list and because you mentioned it that, that's another thing i'll i'll if if any of you guys want to really start improving yourself you've got to look at who you're surrounding yourself i started when i talk to i get excited talking to you because you give me new ideas for books and that you are a if you take your five closest friends you will be an average of whatever incomes they're making that is how important the people you surround yourself with and that is when the self improvement is when i went and sought out people that were doing what i wanted to do being where i wanted to be and i started talking to these people creating relationships with these people and that alone just brought me up to another level where i wanted more knowledge i wanted to learn yes absolutely i remember this you told me this saying <laughs> you are the sum total of your five <laughs> friends and since then i've been carrying this saying with me and i've told this to everybody and in fact i have friends in my life now they challenge me all the time you know and when they challenge me when they challenge my thinking i go back to my reading what can i read to learn from it because they are challenging me you know what how can i learn from that yes 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 and my dad taught me that very young in life he always told me he goes never be the best golfer in a foursome you want to be the worst golfer and as soon as you you're the best golfer in that group find a new group find a new group yep if you are the best person yep. in a meeting room <laughs> yep it means you, you want to you cuz yeah he always told me he goes I'll never be the smartest person on my team. And I'm like, "Dad, what are you talking about?" And he's like, "No." He goes, "If you're the smartest guy on your team for your business, you got the wrong team. You need to get a new team." And I never got it. It took me years, years. So, along with John Maxwell, who do you consider your mentor? It can be virtual or in person. Oh gosh, I've got so man that's just a tough one you know i've got some personal people in my life that i consider mentors they they probably don't even know it um these guys these the, there's the brian canes and jeff chatman uh-huh. these guys are industry these are local industry guys uh, bill nash they're they're at a level in our power sports mm-hmm. industry that's very influential they're they've they've attained a uh, great mastery of their business and um their people skills are unmatched they're great leaders um then there's my authors you know all the ones that you've mentioned and so many more that I just love to listen to and then of course now it's kind of cool because um you know I've got mentors through my podcast uh-huh. I listen to podcasts all day that I do I drive around I drive uh Twenty-eight thousand to thirty-two thousand miles a year. In my- <laughs> not not a so month. I have a lot of wind. Not in a month. No, no, no. I uh, no. Uh, I'm about a thousand, about a thousand to twelve hundred miles a month. Uh-huh. That averages out to. So I have a lot of time in my car. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. Tim Ferriss, and um, and, you know, you name it. I'm always, I'm always listening to the new one. Um, Dealer Fix It Group. A lot of industry stuff. A lot of self-help stuff. um i'm in the copywriting and sales mm-hmm. so alex catoni is she's a a wonderful teacher uh she would be my newest mentor mm-hmm. if you were to ask my alex catoni she's a copywriter on youtube mm-hmm. and uh, you are a motorcycle enthusiast 
I want to know more about that. When did you get into motorcycle stuff? Oh my gosh, don't get me going. I love motorcycles. I've been riding motorcycles since I was since I could get on a mini bike uh, <laughs> when I was little. My dad was uh worked for Kawasaki. He didn't work in the power sports. He worked in another part of Kawasaki, but because that I always knew that I would get a good deal on a motorcycle someday cuz he worked for Kawasaki. So when I got 18 and or 17 when I moved out of the house, they they said you can have a motorcycle, you just can't, you know, not not at home. So I got my money together and I bought a motorcycle and that was it. I I I put over 100,000 miles on that LTD Kawasaki 550 and I drove all over the northwest United States uh every summer. Yeah, and just love, 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 love riding and, motorcycles. And you made your passion into your career. I did. I did. I love what I do, and I'm blessed to be working. I love to get up every morning, and I love the power sports industry. I want to, I want to help everyone I can, and that's why I'm. I've started writing more of my training, and I'm trying to put together a book. Um, for for our industry and i train as much as anyone who will want to train i'll train with them and help my dealers uh you know the beautiful thing is i help my dealers help their employees their employees help the customers and the customers uh make their families money and profit and it's a beautiful beautiful so in in those happy moments when you're stressed highly stressed how do you navigate through those negative feelings and stress times? Well, I mean, everyone has their, their thing. I think that if you get a, I really think that what's helped me is instead of just letting that boil, letting the, you know, just letting the anger take over and stuff. Um, I like Mel, Mel Robbins. I think it was, I learned that at five, four, three, two, one. Two. It's, it's, it's about delaying your anger, delaying your negative feelings. Yeah, and, and just deflecting it. I mean, you know, you get to a point to where you're like, gosh, dang it, I, I, lost, a, I lost my, my $1,000 phone. And then you're driving along and you're like, there's a guy homeless on the counter, on the, on the corner. You know, it, is it really that bad? You're going to get another phone. You can afford to get another phone. That guy doesn't have a house. How bad is it really? Yeah. You know, you know, show me, you know, oh man, I ripped my shoes. Well, there's a guy with no shoes. It's all meaning. It's all the meaning that we give to any situation. Yeah. You just got to learn to get the, uh, you know, to, to tap it down a little bit, step back, take a breath and, just reevaluate real fast and I'm not good at it all the time. I, my anger gets the best of me. I'm not by, I'm far from <laughs> I get frustrated and angry, you know, and stuff. It, it happens all the time. Yeah. We, we all learn from mistakes. Yes. Yes. And that's, uh, and, 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 and I hope that everyone, could possibly want to pick up a book failing forward by John Maxwell. Cause that was one of the best books. Also that's in the top 20 for me, for sure. Failing forward. I did not hear uh, about that. That is a great, great book. Failing forward. Hmm. Learning how to learn, learning from those mistakes. Failures. And, and to, yes. Yes. Failing forward. Cause that's one thing in our society right now. That's, it's just a, this, unfortunately everyone got a trophy for doing everything and now when they get into the real world they're like what there's gonna be a lot of failures life is full of failures yeah has to be it just it it just has to be that's the only thing one thing i can hey joe what are you gonna do for me when you become my rep and myself well i'll tell you what we're gonna go through a lot of problems and then they look at what i go well yeah it's just life. I mean, we're going to go through some problems and you're not going to really find out how good I am until you have those problems. And you're going to see how I solve them and how we together solve them and work through them and stuff. That's just the way it is. And I always get a like, 
first I get a blank look and then I get, Hey, yeah, you're right. Let's, let, let's do that. There's going to be failures and you're going to work through them. And that's the only thing that's, you know, you're going to die and you're going to have, have some problems. Yeah. So in 2019, <laughs> did you have any favorite failure that you failed miserably? Oh, Yes, I did. I had a huge failure, and um, that's why one of my goals in my uh, personal and business life is to work on the clarity of communication. And it was just a simple, simple thing that I failed to do because I was just so, so, you know, so excited for everything to happen, and I just didn't get a simple communication down. And that was, it, it created a huge, huge financial hole hmm. and one that I'll recover from, but it was just a huge financial mistake for me. And I learned from hmm. it. Would you, would you mind talking about the steps you followed to recover from that financial loss? Yeah. Well, you know, you just, you, you get upset, you get down. And then you, the and then that terrible recording starts in your head. You know, we all have it. Yeah, the conversation, negative talk. And that, yes, the negative talk. He says, "Oh my gosh, you know, you're not good enough," or whatever you're saying and stuff. You know, it's just got to. You know, you got to get a handle on it. And it may take a minute. It may take a week. But eventually, you've got to notice what that what you're what you're doing to yourself, and how that negative conversation inside your head is affecting not just for that situation, but your family, the rest of your customers, your friends, um, you know, your relationship with whatever you know entity that you're praying with and stuff like that. And you gotta you just gotta break that. Mm-hmm. You gotta break. That's a habit. That yep. becomes a habit. That yeah, breaking habit. breaking a pattern. And then, yes, and that's it. And it's and it, and uh, don't know where I learned it. Um, still not very good at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm always I'm a, I'm working I'm a work in progress. And I just and I just break that, and then get over it, and then just try and build some positive momentum. Yep, that's powerful. Do you do you ever do journaling in those moments? That is something new. I started in 20. Uh, actually, Brendan brought that up at that training in 18. And I really didn't start that until 2019. I started doing journaling every single day in the middle of 2019. After, I mean, Tim Ferriss has talked a lot about journaling, really thinking through yes. each and everything on a piece of paper. I do it every single day now. What is on my mind? I just keep try to keep my mind empty when I write on a paper. And sometimes it takes me an hour, sometimes two hours on weekends. And on weekdays, I try to be quick. But all the insecurities, all the negative self-talk, all that shit that is going on in my head, I try to put that on paper so that I can think clearly. I can do something about it rather than creating anxiety in my body and in my mind. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, thinking through all the pros and cons, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. You know, asking good questions to yourself. You know, I know you are a fan of asking good questions so that you can have better answers. So do you have some specific questions that you always ask yourself in any situation? Uh, Yes, I do. Um, Does it matter? And I always, you know, basically, does it matter? Does this matter? How is this going to affect that? Because questions are a salesman's, that's the main tool for a salesperson. And you, it's the quality of the questions. As to, I think that's Tony yep. Robbins said that. So questions get you the quality of the results. Quality of your life, yep. Yes, yes. So it's, does this matter? Is this, you know... A problem. I'm always looking for gaps, so that's that's what I'm always. Does this matter? Does does this? What is the result? What what is the roadblock we're looking at? What are the questions that you have 
inside your head? Where, where is that coming from? Those are the things that I work through all the time, every day with everyone. That's what I'm constantly thinking. That's very powerful. And uh, I have learned this new technique to add a spiritual perspective with all these questions. That At the end, I don't matter. I'm not that important. I'll, I'll turn into dust. What is the worst case? Right. If it fails. And if I don't try, it's not going to happen. And if I try and if I fail, at least I will learn something in that process of failing. I will build skills. Amen. I will build relationships. Amen. Yes. Amen. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And this podcasting thing, I've, I've recently started that. This is my third podcast episode. And I, I don't know how everything is going to look like in this year or next couple of years, but I know I will build relationships. I will build skills. I will, I will know how to interview people. I will know how to be a better communicator. It's all about learning in that process. It, it sucks when life gets hard, you know, and, no, and yeah, then absolutely. moving through, getting through that tough thing and still being okay with what is happening. Every God's, if anybody who is listening to this podcast episode, if you don't believe in God, that's fine. But if your plan is not working, then it means somebody has a better plan for you. There you go. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. That that is that is some wisdom right there that you just dropped. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Joe. So before I ask my last question, I want to sure. ask you where can anybody find you on social media? Oh, uh, um, thank you for asking. Uh, on Facebook, I will be under Power Sports People, the and sign, and products. And that is an open to the public Facebook page for right now. Mostly industry people. And then Joseph D. Johnson on Facebook is my personal one, if you'd like to follow me on there. And I'm workingman777 on um, Instagram. That's awesome. So my last question is, what's the impact you want to have on this world? I want to leave a legacy of compassion and positive change for the next generation of my industry and for my family. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Joe, for your time. It was pleasure well, talking to you. Oh, thank you for having me. You're you're awesome. And I must say, I've only listened to the the army uh, uh, soldier. Um, I can't remember. Uh, Courtney Downs. Courtney Downs. I listened to that episode, and I've got to tell you, you have you have a flavor for this, my friend. So just keep keep going on. You're going. You're you're already better than. A lot of people are with the interview process. So just keep doing it. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye now. Thank you, my dear listener. You can subscribe to the show and updates on future guests. So thank you again.